Hello everyone, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and higher nature, how to improve our finances, careers, health, relationships, and spirituality. And we have a very special event coming up for our Love University audience. It is called Find Your Soulmate at the Dating Masquerade. November 9th, a Wednesday night, 7 p.m., we will be at the Curtis Theater in the city of Brea, California, talking about how to discover your romantic personality style and find the compatible match. And we're going to talk more about it. But first, I want to introduce my producer, Jonathan. Jonathan, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good today. How about you? Now, you're going to be at the masquerade party that we're going to have. And I know you have a lot of questions about my book, Love Types, and how this whole compatibility matching works. So why don't we get started? So, Dr. Avila, what is Love Types? Well, Love Types is a psychological system to help you find a compatible match based on the most popular personality test in the world, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. And I wrote this book, uh, Love Types, which actually is an international bestseller. And over 40 million internet users have used it to find a compatible match. And what we do is we look at, first of all, what is your personality type, your deepest preferences and values, and then we teach you how to find someone who's compatible with you based on that. And many times we are able to do that because we match you based on your true nature, what you are inside. And once they find the compatible match, they can be very happy in their long-term relationships and have a love that really lasts. Why did you write it? Well, Jonathan, what I learned from my personal experience and also looking out in the dating world is that there's something that we call the dating masquerade. The idea that single people, when they go out and meet each other, they often have a psychological mask. They try to impress each other with a personality. Maybe they're more outgoing than they really are or they're more quiet than they really are. But the problem is once they get together in a relationship, the mask comes off and then they find out they're often incompatible. The person who is very quiet before now wants to go out all the time and socialize, and the other person says, I thought you wanted to stay home with me. Or the other way around, the other person who is outgoing and now very quiet and likes to stay home. But that's who they really are, except we find it out later, once it's too late. And maybe you're in a relationship, maybe you're married, and then divorce and problems happen. So I wanted to find an approach, using the Myers-Briggs theory, that helps people first identify who they are and then find the right person for them, compatible at a deep level, so they can have a really beautiful relationship that can be something that they are happy about. What of the 16 love types is most compatible with me? So I would say I'm more of like a, a secure, not really security, emotional. What was emotional? Wait, wait, don't get, uh, we're going to talk about that, Jonathan. Okay. So we're not there yet. <laughs> My bad. Now, the, the book Love Types, and also in the Myers-Briggs personality approach, talks about 16 unique personality types. For example, there is the gentle artist, someone who loves nature, arts and children. There's the wheeler dealer, someone who's very flamboyant, a great salesperson, persuader, also the expert, someone who's kind of brainy and scientific, and someone who's like the idealistic philosopher, someone who's very spiritual, philosophical. So based on this approach of personalities, you need to first find out which one you are, which of the 16 love types of personalities you are, and then you learn how to identify the right person for you and where to meet them and how to break, break the ice. So what I've done is actually created a simpler approach where I call it uh, the four personality love groups, where you can actually know your style based on that. And the way to do that is to ask the four magic questions. What are the four magic questions? Well, Jonathan, the best way to find this out is I'm going to ask you right now. These are questions you can ask to instantly identify a person's love type and see if you're compatible. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start with the first question, question number one. Jonathan, what do you do for fun in your spare time? Uh, listen to music, play video games, watch TV. Uh, I work on music. I think I said that already. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, sometimes I work on my car because I have a pretty cool-looking mm-hmm. car. You sound like a boring guy, Don. No, <laughs> not really. Well, actually, you sound more what we call internal energy. You like to spend time with your own thoughts, doing quiet things, maybe working on stuff on your own. Yeah. Uh, based on that answer, is that really true? Are you an internal person or are you more external in energy? Which I've, means that you like to socialize more. I feel like, say, like on my days off, like today, uh, I like to spend time, you know, just catching up on my on, on like errands. I spend time with myself, if that makes sense. Okay. So we call that the introvert personality. Introverts are people that get energy from their own thoughts. They're about 45% of the population. Although it's growing. I noticed that during the virus times, a lot of people stayed home more. Yeah. And those people got used to the comfort of home, ordering things in, watching things on, on TV. So in some ways, we're becoming a more introvert society. And then we have the extroverts, people that are about 55% of the population that like to go out and socialize and meet other people and like to be in the outside world. Now, here's the issue, Jonathan, with that, is that you can be opposites. And sometimes you can have a problem in a relationship, especially, in your case, a male introvert with a female extrovert. In fact, they have the most problems in chores, finances, communication, and sex. Because if you have the female extrovert, she's the one that talks a lot. She orders at the restaurant, and you're quieter. So if she doesn't respect you, she's going to think that you are not very strong, not very manly, and you might think she's overbearing and dominant if you don't respect each other's style. And that's the key to this kind of dimension, the introvert-extrovert, is you have to understand the person, respect their style, and see how you can work it out. Mm-hmm. Question number two, Jonathan. And by the way, you're an introvert based on your answer. <laughs> Question number two is, what would you do if you won $10 million? Um, so I, I'm like pursuing my own business. I would like to, uh, say if I got like a billion dollars or whatever, right? Well, I gave you $10 million. You're, you're going <laughs> on inflation now. So. Um, I would like to start my own business, invest that, you know, in like, in businesses and, you know, stocks and stuff. So I would try to like be secure with my money for sure. And how about the rest of the money and the rest of your life? Let's say you have leftover money. What, what would you do in your life? I guess Vacations. But, like, not crazy ones, but, like, going to Mexico for, like, a week or something. Nothing okay. too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Okay. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, from that answer, you sound like you're what we call a practical person, uh, what we call sensory, someone who's realistic, you want to invest the money. Also, you want to enjoy the sensory pleasures of life, mm-hmm. you know, traveling and things like that. Other kind of people what we call the imaginative or intuitive types. They're people that like to use the money to change the world. Uh, they had to start a dream business, do something artistic or creative. Now... Are you more of the practical or the imaginative in that sense? I feel like I'm a little bit of both, but overall practical. Okay. Based on your answer, right? Because you yeah. would do certain things. Now, this is actually the most important dimension, Jonathan, in relationships, to be compatible. 70% of happily married couples are either the same, both practical, or both imaginative. If they're different, they can have a lot of problems in many areas of their life because this is the way you view the world, what you value. The imaginative person says, honey... Let's meditate today. Let's look into our auras. And the practical person says, why don't you come down and look into fixing the house and paying the bills? <laughs> okay, you've been out there in the cloud all day. <laughs> yeah. And the imaginative person will say, well, you sound like you're a stick in the mud. You're just so, you're not interesting. So they can get into a lot of problems and sometimes have divorce. So you want to have two practical people and two imaginative people often do better in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Question number three, Jonathan, is what is your favorite movie and why do you like it? Uh, that's a good one. I usually like the Marvel movies, and uh, I think out of all those characters, like I think I most identify with like uh, Iron Man because like, and every, like after every battle, he's like upgrading himself to like be better prepared. So like, and I notice like that's what I'm doing too. Like I'm always upgrading my equipment, always upgrading my car, upgrading uh, myself like mm. physically, mm. mentally, emotionally. So why did you like that movie specifically, the Iron Man? 
movie. Just because like he learns from like his past experiences and he grows on that, if that makes sense. Okay. Now, from that answer, Jonathan, you sound like you're a thinking uh, man. You're a logical, analyze things, and uh, you're kind of straightforward about things. Now, the other approach would be someone who says they're a, more of a feeling personality. Mm-hmm. For example, I love Iron Man because of the love story between him and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> and I cried when he died and things like that. Yeah. So which one are you? Are you more of a thinker or a feeler, would you say? I just like the character development. So I guess in that case, like the thinking okay. aspect. So you're much different than I thought, Jonathan. You're answering now realistic questions to me. Yeah. In the past, we thought you were a feeler. I thought you were a little extroverted. But now you're saying you're more of a thinking, logical type personality. Uh-huh. And actually, two-thirds of males are, th- are thinkers in this way, and two-thirds of females are feelers. But you still have a third of males who are more of the sensitive type, you know, the more touchy-feely, they might cry at a, you know, at a movie. And then you have a third of women who are more logical. And many times, society doesn't view them in a positive way. The male feeler is not seen as strong sometimes. The female thinker is seen as overbearing and overdominant. So the key is to understand the person's style. And by the way, any combination can work. You can have a female thinker with a male feeler if they respect each other's style. Mm-hmm. Because they have different ways of seeing the world communicate. In terms of love, for example, the feeling person likes to hear the words, I love you. They like little gestures, walks along the beach, chocolates, flowers, those kind of things, a love song. The thinking people like to have intellectual uh, repartee. They like to debate. They like to stimulate their minds. And it's a very interesting combination. So after they make love, the feeler wants to hear what words, Jonathan? Wait, what was that? (laughs) See, you're not a feeler. You're a thinker, right? You're distracted already. (laughs) After you make love, the feeler wants to hear what? Like, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Okay. The thinker wants to hear, well, that position was very competent, but I want to get another one, 99 out of 100. (laughs) That that was a little bit (laughs) off today. (laughs) Might have a cigarette or something. And then they want to debate some uh, political thing. So it's a, a different idea. So, but then again, you know, the thinker can be emotional at times and the feeler can be logical at times, Mm -hmm. but the key is what is their primary preference and also how to understand and speak the language of the other person. All right, Jonathan, I think we're ready now. By the way, I have two tickets to Vegas and we can go tomorrow, but now you're working. Do you want to go or not? Uh, Well, I got to, you know, pack my, pack my bags. I don't have to call out of work and they'll be really mad at me. Okay, but would you go or not go? Let's, Let's be realistic about it. Tomorrow, a work day, would you go or not? <laughs> if I had no other plans, probably. Well, no, you got plans. <laughs> you, you can't weasel out of this. Okay. Uh, I'll have to, you know, uh, stick to my commitments already. Okay, so you would not go, right? You would have to plan it out, yeah. schedule, oriented, structure. Okay, that is a question for the person, whether they're structured or spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Structured people like to have a plan, right? They have the schedules, organization. Spontaneous people would just say, hey, my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. <laughs> now imagine this is very common in relationships opposites attract sometimes but they may not stay together the spontaneous person is always late messy and disorganized but they like to live their life in a free flowing way the structured person is structured on time and schedule oriented and sometimes they're spontaneous but they can get mad at each other the structured person says what are you doing you showed up at my, my job and you told the boss I was sick so we can go on a trip you are irresponsible and the spontaneous person says hey live life right let's enjoy this is important in, for example, finances. The spontaneous person believes in buy now and pay later. The structured person says, that's going to cost you 19.9 interest rate. Compounded annually, it's going to be X amount of money. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, the way you raise your children also. The structured person is more to discipline and following schedules. The spontaneous person is more playful and can let things go. Even in lovemaking, by the way, Jonathan, 
Now, this is interesting. A structured person versus a spontaneous person. Mm-hmm. In this uh, marriage, actually, the structured person uh, was a male, actually a lawyer, and he did a premarital agreement. He said, henceforth, after marriage, we should have sex three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, between 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Now, she signed it because she was structured, too, and they actually like having their little window of opportunity. They put the kids to sleep, they've done their chores, and they can have their intimate time. But that's not going to work for a lot of people who are spontaneous. Yeah. So again, this is an important dimension. You got to find out which one you are and which one is compatible with you. I feel like, like even in my social life, I like I got to like schedule people in. You know, like yes, like, like well, well in advance for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense. Now, Jonathan, I think you're curious now. You're wondering, what's your question? Uh, where can I meet my ideal mate, and how can I win their heart? Okay. Well, first of all. We didn't know your personality. So your love type, based on those questions I just asked you, mm-hmm. is the administrator. The administrator. Now, this may surprise you. Administrator is someone who is a behind-the-scenes kind of person who's very organized, mm-hmm. who's very dependable, and they like make other people shine. They like to be behind the scenes. And that's literally what I'm doing now. <laughs> yes, you are. Exactly. <laughs> you're making me shine, and you're great at it. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. So you're very reliable. You're, you're punctual, uh, organized, and you're very dependable, mm-hmm. family-oriented. And you value tradition and loyalty. I would say that's pretty spot on, to be honest. Security and family. So that is very good. So you're actually a very good uh, love type. You're one of the 16. And also you're what we know as the security seeker, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. So you value security. You like things that are stable. You can count on. You're not a fly-by-night kind of person that just changes things all of a sudden. Yeah. You like to be loyal and steady to what you're doing. I like it to be reliable, if that makes sense. Yes. And actually, my other... Uh, Former producer, uh, Reggie, which he had on the show, and he, he was a blast. Uh, actually, he is also an administrator, too. Hmm. So you guys are great. He was with me for many years, so hopefully he will be, too. <laughs> okay. In terms of where you meet the person, so let's say you're an administrator. So your best match is a caretaker, uh, uh, say a woman, yeah. who is also like you. She's introverted, practical, structured, but she could be a little more emotional. She could be the warm, loving, uh, perfect mom, caretaking kind of woman. Uh-huh. Uh, which would be a great comment, and social, family-oriented, and traditional. So you can meet her probably at organizations related to family, home, uh, PTA meetings if she has a child, mm-hmm. uh, organizations catering to traditional things, you know, patriotism, uh, community events, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they have that kind of traditional style. Mm-hmm. So. And <laughs> to win her heart, now you're jumping steps here. To win her heart, you need to show her that you are a family person. You might... Even walk a dog with her, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. you can borrow a dog if you don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or so, you know, talk about children, talk about family, ask her about her family, yeah. her nephews and her nieces and all that. Show that you're really a family guy, which I'm sure you are. And accentuate that part of you that resonates with what she values as well, which is tradition, family, security. Maybe talk about investing, nest egg. And by the way, it's not too soon in a relationship to talk about marriage with, a form, with another person like you who's a security seeker. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they like that idea. You know, start talking about what's the future like? You know, we're not just dating, but is there a plan here? Do we want to get married and have kids? Things like that. Yeah. All right, next question. Don't be scared, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to settle down, Jonathan, anytime soon? Or you want to give yourself a little time? I mean, if I meet the right person, but it's just like I'm not... I'm not, uh, you know, rushing towards it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, oh. Okay, but do you believe in marriage and, and children and family stuff? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So that is a traditional view. Uh, so definitely, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. So what is the dating masquerade? 
Well, I knew you'd ask me that question because I wrote it for you, right? So, okay. <laughs> so Dating Masquerade, this is where we can put all this stuff together, what we're talking about. The love types, the personality styles, the compatibility. A lot of people in our singles world are kind of lonely in so many ways, or they're frustrated. They're not able to find the right person. There are millions of dating apps or millions of things they can look at, but the person they made is different when they find out who they really are. You know, their picture, you know, doesn't really represent who they are. So this is a way that you can meet live in person on November 9th, 7 p.m. at Curtis Theater in the city of Brea, California. $10 admission actually includes a glass of wine and also a mask. Now, the reason we have masks is that we're going to have four different personality types mm-hmm. represented based on who you are. Now, we mentioned that you're a security seeker. Yeah. So you're going to have a mask like a white mask. Someone, other people are what we call meaning seekers. They like psychology, philosophy, spirituality. They're going to have a blue mask. Excitement seekers, people that are venturesome, bungee jumping, uh, casinos, nightclubs, going out a lot. They're the excitement seekers. So they're going to have a red mask. And then finally, the knowledge seekers, you know, the brainy, scientific, Ironman type yeah. or Iron Woman type are going to have a mask that's black. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a little presentation like we're doing here, talk about it, a little exercises, and then people are going to mingle based on their love type, the different mask colors. Yeah. And then maybe you like someone, at the end of the night, the mask comes off, and you might be compatible, and maybe win a date to Beverly Hills, paid by us, in a limousine and a beautiful night out. Mm, so it's going to be a great adventure uh, and opportunity for people to meet each other. And even if you don't have a soulmate, you can find great friends, people that are professional that are within your personality style. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? <laughs> well, I know you're very excited, Jonathan. So, <laughs> so we're going to have provide a link uh, here for you to get, get your tickets on eventbrite.com. Find your soulmate at the Dating Masquerade. And we encourage everyone to register early. This is a beautiful location. Uh, people are really excited about it. So get your ticket as soon as possible and join us at the Dating Masquerade. And again, the key is to find, first of all, your love type, your personality type, and then find the person who's compatible with you. Very harmonious. What do you think, Jonathan? Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'm very excited, (laughs) for sure. We'll introduce you to a caretaker, administrator, or who knows what's going to happen. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun, and perhaps you can find your soulmate. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. Now, if you want to reach us for the events and also for future show ideas or be on the show, you can reach us at 310-226-8090. You can go to loveuniversity.love. Email us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can download the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila. See you at the Dating Masquerade. <laughs>